Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so pleased to have you here today and to tell you about today's show. Uh, today is Wednesday, and if it's uh, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, you are listening live. We're on live right now, and it's a brand new show. Today's topic, we're talking about pregnancy traps. Is she trying to trick you into getting pregnant? Is she telling you what you want to hear but has her own agenda on how all this is going to go down? After all, you're getting what you want, which is sex, so she thinks she should get, she should even the score by getting what she wants out of the encounter. So I hope you're listening in today on how to protect yourself from these shenanigans. Aha. Um, today's topic was inspired by an article sent to me by our listener, Sebastian, from Brooklyn, New York. Thank you, Sebastian. By the way, if you have a topic or a guest that you'd like me to interview, please uh, write to me on my Facebook fan page, same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and send me a private message and and I'll be happy to follow up. So um, I really liked his topic today, and we'll get more into what the article said and some tangential uh, um, areas of this of this topic uh, that we can discuss. If you before we get into the topic, if you happen to have missed <clears throat> last week's show, we were talking about why I broke up with you. Some of the reasons were. Anger, no ambition, passive, no action, selfish, poor manners, and the list goes on and on and on. This was a very popular program for me, and, you know, here it is a few months later. It was actually a replay program, my very first ever replay program, because I was on vacation uh, this past week. And I decided to replay this one because it has just been, you know, gaining legs, even though it's a few months after the fact of the original play. And um, I keep getting more and more views and more and more listeners on this topic. So I figured you guys wanted to hear it again to uh, cement some of these uh, issues so you don't fall into this uh, trap. All right. Okay, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about pregnancy shenanigans. Um, let's go over some of the things that, that women do. Um, you know, your woman might approach um, her gay friend or a male best friend, and they say something to the effect of, don't worry, I won't ask anything of you, financial or physical. I, don't, I won't ask you to physically be in my child's life. I won't ask you for child support. Um, you can pretty much throw these lines right out the window. Yes, they will ask. So do not put yourself in a situation where you're being a good Samaritan and you're lending over um, your sperm you know, to her to do a good deed because maybe she's having trouble finding a boyfriend or whatever her situation is. And, you know, you're such a nice guy that she figures she can ask you for your sperm and you're just going to say yes. Always, always say no because she's coming from a place that you're doing her a favor. But guess what? The state laws don't work that way. The state laws say that if you are the biological father, you are responsible for payment. And even though this moment prior to pregnancy, you know, she's not expecting anything out of you, guess what? A woman has a woman's prerogative. She can change her mind or, you know, along comes hormones or along comes bad financial times. Maybe she loses her job or whatever. And guess what? Tag, you're it. Since you are the sperm donor, you're going to be responsible for that child. With regard to uh, being emotionally there for the child, once again, she's saying you don't have to be there. But you know what? She's young and she wants to party and she does need a Saturday night off. So tag your it. She's going to think that since you're the biological father that, hey, she's, you know, going on spring break or going out of town, you know, for the weekend or something like that. And she needs you to be the babysitter. So... In all cases, you are to say no to that. Absolutely N-O. All right. 
<clears throat> and just realize that men have zero rights with regard to what a woman does with her body. For example, she might be pregnant and maybe she wants to abort the child, but meanwhile, you really want the child. So you don't really have say-so on how this is going to get handled. So, um, you know, it's really a, a sticky situation or it could be the other way around. Maybe she's pregnant and she wants to... Um, uh, keep the child where really you don't want that long of a commitment in your life. You're not ready for a kid or what have you. You would love it if she got an abortion or did something with the child. But once again, a guy has no rights. So you know legal rights in the say-so of the outcome of that child. So you have to protect yourself in other means to make sure that you are covered. <clears throat> Uh, let me tell you a little story about uh, this man named Jack. Although he thought that there might be, he thought that there was some misunderstanding between he and his girlfriend because they had never talked about anything serious, like starting a family, for goodness sake. He didn't even know she was interested in having a baby. But after she got pregnant, she admitted to stealing his sperm while claiming to him that she was on birth control. She was incredibly matter-of-fact about it, clinical even. Hmm, how can women do this? We'll get this. We'll get to that point in just a second. So Jack hadn't even thought about fatherhood, but he wa wasn't sure that he didn't want to be in the child's life. And now that the opportunity, now that opportunity was being snatched from him, and the baby is due in July. So it turned out that Liz, the girlfriend, decided that her need to have a kid far outweighed Michael's desire to not have kids at this time. Because Liz decided to impregnate herself with a used condom. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> I'm hearing more and more of these types of cases. At first, Michael wanted to have nothing to do with her. Then curiosity got the better of him, and he wanted to find out just why she had done what she had done. You just can't do this to somebody, he told her, but unfortunately, he never did get a straight answer. He wondered about the big day when the baby finally did come, if he would feel any emotion towards the child. It may seem cold, but he was so turned off by the way that she was conceived, he just couldn't be excited about the birth. So, to add insult to injury, he got a form letter from the state to pay child support. I couldn't believe it, he says. I hadn't chosen to be the father, so it seemed hugely unfair that I was expected to pay. But in the eyes of the courts, it was simple. I was the biological father, and I had to take responsibility. I do resent paying money for something that I have no say in, he says. But what I resent more is the way that Liz had no thoughts for the impact of her actions on other people. Now, fast forward, now having a young family himself, Michael thinks about the day when he will have to tell his children that they have a half-sister. He also wondered how the child has fared without a father in her life. It all seems so incredibly selfish on the mother's behalf. Sure, um, he had the urge to go to bed with her, but she had a bigger urge, which is hard for most men to understand. And here's when I have to refer back to my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. You can find my book on Amazon, both in paperback as well as the ebook. And I think a lot of problems with relationships occur because the opposite sex, I mean, the one sex thinks that the opposite sex operate the same exact way that they do. And that is far from the case. So the number one male drive is to have sex. 
right? You just want to have fun. You just want to have sex. And the biological reason for this is Mother Nature wants to ensure the continuance of the species. So for that reason, the male body has testosterone. Testosterone controls your sex drive. It causes you even to get over your shyness and to walk over to a girl because eventually you want to have sex with the girl. So that's how the male body is designed. Now, conversely, I don't care how many times I've heard the line that say uh, women like sex as much as, as men it's absolutely not true, and it is absolutely not their number one desire. It's not their number one, women's number one drive. Is it in the top ten? Of course it's in the top ten. You know, who, who doesn't want to have a little fun? But it's not the number one drive. So what is that number one drive for women? And it is to produce a child. So the guy goes, uh, you know, out in the field to spread his seed and to, uh, you know, procreate and so forth. And the guy and the woman uh, stays back in the village or the cave or whatever back in the day. And her job was to uh, get pregnant, stay pregnant, and then produce a birth to where um, she produces a healthy child. So, you know, the cycle of life will continue. So that's what it's all about. So the first thing that you have to understand is your drive to go to bed is not equal to her drive, is not equal to her drive to go to bed. So in or, as a guy, in order to protect yourself, you have to understand where she's coming from. And once you understand that, then you can take measures to protect yourself. So all this baloney about, you know, if the guy says, I'm not looking for a relationship, you know, maybe I have my school uh, in the works or maybe I have uh, an upward rising career and I've got to get that handled before I think of a permanent relationship and I'm just, I'm just out to have fun. And he thinks he's getting a sign-off from the woman that the woman wants the exact same thing, but you have to go back to biology. And like I say, that's not the number one drive for women. Biologically speaking, hormonally speaking, you know, once a month she ovulates and she's at her sexual peak during those three, four days of ovulation. And that's when she's most likely to get pregnant and she's most attractive uh, to lure a guy in to get her pregnant during those couple of days. Okay, so you have to be aware of all this. All right, if you have just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about pregnancy traps. Okay, so if you'd like to call us on today's topic, call us at 951 922 3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. Or you can try my brand new mobile app. Go to the Listen Now uh, button. And then under the Listen Now button is the Call Now button. You don't have to memorize the phone number anymore. You can just hit that Call Now button and you'll be put right through to the station. All right. I'm looking forward to your comments and questions on this topic. And we'll catch you Uh, Right back after the break, we're going to be talking about, hey, does this deception, does the pregnancy deception only happen with single woman? Or let's talk about the married woman and how she gets away with it. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. 
You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about pregnancy traps. Is she trying to trick you into getting pregnant? Is she telling you what you want to hear but has her own agenda on how this will go down? Call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. Has a pregnancy scare happened to you or... Or did she actually go ahead with it? She told you one thing, but but the reality of the situation was she did indeed get pregnant. Um, how did that go down? How did you handle it? All right, guess what? Um, this problem is not just for desperate single women. I'm sorry to say. It happens with married women, too. Oh, yes. Let me tell you the story about Nick. Uh, whose wife, Sammy, had been campaigning for several months for having a, a third child. So Nick says that he has had a difficult time with both kids for the first year, and Nick was not prepared to go through that again. He says, we were exhausted all the time, plus there was a financial side. We were already stretched thin as it was. Finally, the wife seemed to agree and went back on the pill. All good, right? Several months into it, the surprise pregnancy happened to which she initially blamed on antibiotics interfering with the efficacy of the pill. After a night of arguing about something else, uh, Nick's suspicions did come true and she admitted that she had not gone back on the pill and she decided to see what happens. Let's just see if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, she said. She told me that she was desperate for a third baby and at 39 she felt the time was, she felt that time was running out. Her view was, what's the big deal? We're married and ultimately I would love any, that I, the husband, would love any child that came along. Now, I do have to admit, I do love Lola, but it has definitely changed the way I feel about my wife. However you frame it, I feel that she deceived me. Yes, she did. And that's not a good thing for a marriage. So, you know, what? why does kind of thing happen and it's because these women really really are selfish they think that their needs are more important than you and they certainly are not thinking about the unborn child they think that um, her need is more important than the well-being of the and well-being and outcome the future of this child it is just so crazily selfish so you really have to do things to protect yourself i see that we have a caller on the line welcome caller to our show uh please state your name and what city you're from hi my name is sherwin i'm from las vegas originally from los angeles oh hi sherwin it's so good to have you on the show thank you for joining us Thank you. I just wanted to touch on a couple of points and share this article with you, and then I could hang up and you can give me your feedback. Yeah. Um, 
without naming countries. Part of it is we are an individualistic culture, whereas in other places in Europe and Asia, it is more collectivistic culture. So that is why our women, in general, tend to be more selfish. And we talked about biological needs, but now it is more about you getting a meal ticket for 18 years. And there is a wonderful article by Ann Silvers, M.A., uh, it is eight flat red flags that the pregnancy is a trap. I'll briefly go over these, and then you can give me your feedback. And the number one is the pregnancy pulled you back from the brink. If you were thinking about breaking up with her, the pregnancy might be a trap. Number two, you made it clear that you don't want kids now. And uh, if you told her you don't want kids now, the pregnancy might be a trap. Uh, the third one is she has something to gain from you being uh, the baby mama, basically financial gains, uh, which we discussed. Number four, she has a lame excuse for all of a sudden going off on birth control, and this actually happened to one of my cousins, and he got stuck with the kid at 19, and it practically ruined his life. He just finally recovered at 44. Number five, she seduces you, so that's another way. Uh, number six is she convinces you to go ahead. I can't get pregnant today. That's a lie. <laughs> Number seven, she's not really pregnant. Uh, number oh eight, <laughs> last but not least, she conveniently times a miscarriage. So, you know, women are unscrupulous, and I heard some horror stories, like how they would trap men. Another thing they would do is they would take the condom, after, even if you want to be safe and responsible, and put what is inside. I'll keep it clean so that, you know, they can get pregnant. They'll do anything they can just a, just a quick remedy. Tabasco sauce is a good form of punishment if they try and use that move. <laughs> so I just, um, with that, I'll just say excellent show, and um, I'll hang up now and uh, get your feedback on that, and hopefully that will contribute to the topic. Thank you so much, Sherwin. I really appreciate it. And after the show, I'll be happy to link that article uh, to my Facebook fan page. So thank you again. Okay, the thing about she's not really pregnant. All right, so in my opinion, as I write in my book, Mastering Women, do not ever, ever believe what a woman has to say with regard to birth control. Sorry, you know, she. it's not that she's lying intentionally. It's not that she's trying to manipulate intentionally. Like I say, there is a biological need that the mouth might be saying one thing, but the body is doing something else. So there is no way that you know that she is on the pill or on any other form of birth control for that matter. So there are a few birth controls that are semi-permanent. They last maybe, you know, like Deprovera and the patch and things like that, the shot. And they last for maybe 90 days. So if you're going to believe something like that, there is no better belief system than to follow her to the doctor, be in the room, when the doctor is administering the shot or the patch or whatever it is or the IUD, if you are not in the room or – and it's not even good enough to be in the waiting room. You have to be in the room because what what a woman says behind closed doors to her doctor in confidence is confidential. So she could be telling you one thing. And it doesn't matter that you're in the waiting room. You need to be in the operatory, in that room, you need to have her give permission to the doctor to have you along because if a woman has is not lying and has no ill intentions, of course she would have you go along. In fact, the way that you should couch it is not from a place of mistrust. You should couch it in you're looking after her best health and you want to go in support. Okay? So that's the, uh, you know, you want to take the emotional angle um, something that sounds good and feels good to her is you're there for emotional support you'd be more than happy to accompany her to the doctor so unless you are in that room yourself there is no way that you know for sure she's on birth control now with regard to the pill guess what there's a lot of uh, provisos to that pill. You have to take that pill the same exact time 
every single day. So if for some reason you, the time that you've picked is 8 a.m., you know, you have to pick that time, 8 a.m., every single day. You can't, uh, you know, go for two weeks at 8 a.m. and then, oops, you forgot, and then now you took it at 4 p.m., and then maybe later in the month, oops, you forgot again, so you took two pills the next 8 a.m. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. So the pill is all about consistency. If the user is not taking it correctly, you know, it's just not going to work. And then another thing that they absolutely do not tell you is the pill has a weight limitation. And I know there's a host down the street who has read my book, who keeps quoting my quote. This was my research. But uh, anyway, I'm here to set the record straight. If you happen to be over 160 pounds, guess what? The pill doesn't work. So you have to be of normal weight or slightly above in order for the pill to work. So if you're 200 pounds, you can be as precise as a German clock the pill is not going to work. It's not effective for women who are overweight. Now, there are a lot of exceptions that make that render the pill ineffective. So even though she might be taking it at the right place and time and day, um, guess what? There's a lot of things that kick the ineffectiveness out the window. So read my book, Mastering Women. You'll see what those exceptions are. And once again, unless you're living with her and unless you're watching her swallow the pill every single day at 8 a.m., uh, guess what? It's not working. So you can't use that as a reliable method to birth control. So what's a guy to do? Well, the thing that you have to do is, like I recommend, you have to use condoms 110% of the time. I know you don't like to I know you can't feel things find a condom that you like that are you know as thin as you can possibly get and still be effective but you have to you have to get this done the only time you can pull that condom off is after you're already married after you guys already discussed uh, what your f future uh, family uh, situation is going to be like when you're going to have kids how many kids you're going to have and only when you're actively trying to have kids should you pull that condom off i mean is this pretty ridiculous well it kind of is and i just have to let you know that women today like i say the mouth is saying one thing but guess what the body is doing something else and the body wants what it wants and those hormones are pretty strong and it's going to make her, you know, get pregnant when you're not on board with that. You haven't, you know, signed up for that. All right. So, um, <clears throat> you know, some of these other things that Sherwin read, you know, go ahead, I can't get pregnant today. Don't believe that one either. You know, unless you have permission to talk to her doctor directly, unless she has had a hysterectomy where it's physically not possible to have a pregnancy, or unless she's past the age of 45, I would not believe this line. I don't care. There's all kinds of miracle births and non-miracle births that occurred. Oh, you know, my doctor told me, you know, for the last five years I can't get pregnant, so there's no issue. Guess what? Maybe the last boyfriend she was with was shooting blanks and had a low sperm count. Um, and maybe that's not you. So what she didn't get pregnant with him, she might get pregnant with you. So I would not believe that one. Um, she has a lame excuse for going off birth control. I hate this one because, you know, guys pretty much have to resort to one form of birth control, which is the condom um, and or sterilization. And she's got like probably 12, 15 different options. So... It really doesn't make any sense that she has no acceptable form of birth control. And there are a lot of women who will cry and complain that they're allergic to condoms. Well, 
I found out this rule personally, um, it wasn't the condom I was allergic to. It was the latex in the condom. Okay, so if that's the case with your woman, just buy latex-free condoms. I switched, I made that switch and never had a problem since. So the the latex-free did the job absolutely. So that's what I would recommend that you tell her. Uh, Let's see what else. Um, You know, you made it clear that you don't want kids now or uh, you made it clear that the that the uh, relationship is in jeopardy, guess what? She's trying to trap you. Why? Because it's a challenge. Uh, Why do you play sports or why do you watch sports? Because it's a challenge. You want to see what the outcome of the game is. Women see this as a game. They don't uh, extrapolate to, um, you know, what lives they're impacting, meaning you and the child. They just see it as a challenge, Like, ooh, let me see if I can win him back. Let me see what I have to do to get you back. So don't fall for that. All right? You're better than that. Don't fall for that. All right. Let's talk a little bit about paternity tests. Um, According to several studies, 300,000 paternity tests are administered each year in the United States, proving that the father in question is not the father in one-third of the cases. Wow. So let's say um, that there are an estimated 4 million children born in the U.S. each year. That makes up to 1.3 million new men victims of paternity fraud. That, that is outrageous. So um, unfortunately, we don't have laws passed with regard to uh, births, um, what they should do, there should be a law that's passed that says that every uh, birth that happens, um, you know, they should take a paternity test. So if you are accused of being the father, if you are slapped with child support payments, before you go any further, make sure that the court system requires you know, honors your request to have a paternity test. You want to be sure if you specifically are the biological father, okay? Because if you're not, then you could be off the hook. Um, oh, here's another problem problem area with regard to married people. Let's say she has an affair outside of wedlock, and then it produces a pregnancy, and then she has the baby. Guess what? As the married spouse, you are a subject to um, subject to child support, even though it's not your kid. So again, I would say to those uh, males, get a paternity test too. And the reason why the law is written that way is because it really doesn't matter who she slept with and who she really got pregnant with. The state assumes that the spouse, (coughs) excuse me, one second, let me just cough a second. The state assumes that the male spouse is the legal father of that child. So you'll want to get yourself a paternity test in that situation as well. All right. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Uh, We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with your calls and questions, 951-922-3532. We'll catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world. And you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming summer 2017. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are. Hey guys, you've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. 
Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about pregnancy traps. Is she trying to trick you into getting pregnant? Um, she thinks she should even the score by getting what she wants out of the encounter, which is to produce a baby. So we're talking about <clears throat> all the shenanigans that women do to trick you into having a, a baby. So um, now for the first time, because of uh, technology and the medical field, Men are turning the tables on the age-old profession of tricking a guy. And this is the article that uh, Sebastian had sent to me. And it's vasectomies. So what is the latest, hottest summer accessory for men? Vasectomies. So it turns out that they wrote this article about... Um, Hamptons bachelors who are uh, getting vasectomies so gold diggers can't trap them. <clears throat> when Scott, a well-to-do male in his 30s, kicks off this weekend at his Sag Harbor waterfront house in the Hamptons, this unattached hunk won't have any reservations about hooking up with women he hardly knows. Now, the Hamptons, in case you don't know, is on the eastern part of New York called Long Island. It is a string of beautiful seaside communities and is known as the summer destination for affluent New York City residents. It's marked by long stretches of beach with villages that boast 18th century shingled buildings and there, there are plenty of estates that are hidden behind tall boxwood hedges. East Hampton is the home to high-end restaurants, bars, and designer boutiques. Now, Scott says that he had a vasectomy a few months ago and having a house in the Hamptons and being fairly well off, he's encountered some problems. Women try to get pregnant, Scott says, um, who's a regular on the society scene and who earns a cool half million dollars a year. I'm sure that number is pretty attractive to a lot of women. Now, he's recalled sex partners in the past who have lied to him about being on birth control. It's a trick. They say, I love you and we don't need a condom. But my smart listeners aren't, aren't going to fall for those lines. Now, Scott, who describes himself as Tarzan with light eyes, typically beds up to 10 different women per summer and estimates that 20% of the single ladies he encounters are looking to trap a rich guy with a baby. So what is the goal here? So at the very least, they're going to lock you down for 18 to 21 years of child support and in some instances, it means a green card for the mother since the child will be born in the U.S. and be legally be allowed to be here. 
<clears throat> and at best, women really want that Cinderella story of happily ever after. But, you know, Scott seems to think that he's not committal at this point in his life. And none of these options work for him. So that's why he decided to get a vasectomy. So <clears throat> the area urologists report that they're seeing more well-off bachelors request vasectomies ahead of the Hampton season. Matt, who's a divorced 41-year-old who works in media and, th- and drives a Jaguar convertible, had his vasectomy performed four years ago at the beginning of May in anticipation of summer. He says it can take up to three months for sperm to be 100% eliminated, but for men who just can't wait, an ejaculate test can determine if their system is cleared sooner. All right. So there's a urologist in Midtown, Midtown, New York, who says that there's a spike in single guys. He's been noticing this trend who get the procedure in early spring and uh, summer just so they can play around all, all uh, you know, summer long, you know, watching those girls in skimpy bathing suits. You can, you know, follow up on, on whatever your desire is. You know, if the woman historically is trying to trap you, now you can turn the tables and have the upper hand because she doesn't know this. You don't tell her. But, hey, you're shooting, um, you know, sperm that are not going to produce any any fruit here. So ain't, ain't that the turnaround. <clears throat> so um, a urologist said that they don't want to be, men don't want to be in a situation of being accused of fathering an unwanted baby. Um, that's their fear is that these young men are paying for this kid until it's an adult. The extortion happens all the time. Women come after them, they get pregnant, and then they want ransom money. Some guys do analysis of the cost. So basically, it takes about three days of discomfort after a vasectomy, and they do the math on it, and it's worth about, you know, worth millions of dollars to them. And the urologists seem to say, I have never seen a poor guy asking for a vasectomy. Rich guys are a population that's abused a lot. Now, why is it that poor guys don't don't ask for a vasectomy? I think it's because there's a lack of confidence there. There's there it's not clear when the next time they're going to get sex. They're so excited to have sex that um, they'll just do whatever that a poor guy might not want to create any waves, and that's why they're not asking for a vasectomy. So, but, you know, having a vasectomy definitely would turn the tables and give a guy a lot more self-confidence, but I guess they don't look at it that way. Um, I think poor guys kind of have the attitude of beggars can't be choosers, so that's why they do what they do. Okay, let's tell you a story about Chase, who's a real estate developer, and he said that he can have different sex partners in the Hamptons every weekend, but doesn't want a repeat of last summer when a woman he met at a party tried to pull a fast one after sex. She offered to dispose the used condom, but when she was in the bathroom for a while, John got suspicious, and he found the woman seated on the toilet and inserting his semen inside of her. She denied it, but she did try to get herself pregnant, said John, who grabbed a towel and made her clean herself and then shower. And after that incident, John says that he has to be a lot more careful now. He sees that some women will you know, resort to any extreme to get what they want. So John has bought a new $1.5 million Southampton house, and he's a single guy who's doing well, and with that, more girls come along. The vasectomy, he added, is insurance. It's insurance protection. Now, Chase, um, as added insurance, had his sperm frozen, 
just in case he decides one day to have children with a woman he loves. Now, the urologist recommended this to, to patients and points out that reversing a vasectomy has a success rate of about 50%. So it might be a good idea to freeze your sperm just in case. By the way, the freezing of the sperm has a much higher rate of resulting in a pregnancy than does reversing the vasectomy. So it's kind of like double insurance. I mean, sure, you can still resort to reversing it, but, um, you know, if that fails, you always have the frozen sperm to fall back on. <clears throat> okay. Um, you know, these men who get vasectomies, it's not that they don't want kids someday. It's, it's more that they don't want kids on other people's terms. You know, I mean, they, they became successful because they're making their own way in their career and they're earning money and they've got prominence in, in the community or at their job or what have you. And, you know, they have a lot of control over their fate and over their lives. And, you know, when these troubling women come into their lives creating all this havoc and not being straight up and honest you know a lot of guys just really flat out don't know what to do with it so this is the way to turn the tables so um, the Manhattan matrimonial attorney Garrett said um, of such a unplanned paternity cases I deal with this every year there's a potential to have to pay out a lot of money it's a foolproof way to fool around and not get in trouble by having a vasectomy. In New York, child support is 17% of the father's salary up to $400,000 annual income. After this amount, uh, the amount is, the percentage is at the judge's discretion. So that's a pretty sizable number. Let's do the math on that. For someone who makes a million dollars a year, Garrett estimates annual payments of $100,000, which is a total of $2.1 million until the child turns 21. That's, that's a lot of zeros, people. <laughs> so, especially for 20 seconds of fun, is that 20 seconds of fun worth $2.1 million? So, meanwhile, a vasectomy is typically covered by insurance. Or if you don't have insurance, it costs about a hundred. It costs about a thousand dollars out of pocket. So, Garrett gives two thumbs up to the bachelors um, who do the snip, and he says that it's a foolproof way to fool around but not get in trouble. All right. Um, let's tell you about Alex, who is thirty-seven years old. Artie has two kids with his ex-wife, and he's a uh, healthcare administrator who got a vasectomy late last year, specifically so he could fool around with no strings attached in the Hamptons. Alex almost messed things up last summer when he got stealth by a gorgeous Russian model he had met at a dinner in Southampton. During sex, the woman pulled off the condom, and he asked, what the heck? Um, but, you know, as guys will be guys, that didn't stop him from uh, stopping the sex. And two weeks later, sure enough, he got a call from the woman claiming that she was pregnant. Yep. So could her motive have been to shake me down for child support? I don't know. But it didn't work. Thank goodness, said Alex, who never heard from the model again. It was a wake-up call. It's not like it's an STD that you can treat. It's a kid that's going to be in your life forever. <laughs> so these decisions, you know, should not be taken lightly. So <clears throat> the question remains, surely there are women in the Hamptons looking for romance but not pregnancy? Well, I guess they're out there. Um you know, and there are a few exceptions to the rule. You can find what those exceptions are in my book, Mastering Women, on Amazon in paperback and also uh, ebook format as to what those exceptions are. But, you know, if you're not, 
the exception is the exception. I mean, that's probably like 5% of, of the women that are out there, and 95% of women are going to be held by their biology, by the hormones that get dumped into their system that is constantly talking to them, saying, you should produce a child, you know, your biological clock is ticking, and every moment is valuable, and you need to, and in today's society, women are having kids, whether they're, whether they're married or not. It, there doesn't seem to be any stigma anymore to having a child out of wedlock. So, you know, it's happening more and more frequently, you know, than ever. So a guy has to really be careful. So, so he, Scott also admitted that his choice of partners might be to blame. And if it's that easy of a lay, there probably are strings attached. So you have to look at those factors, too. Um, if it's so easy to get her into bed... What does she want out of the transaction? You know, there's got to be something in it for her. Otherwise, why bother? So, you know, you might look at those factors as well. So, <clears throat> Scott said he's not in a hurry to change things. In fact, he requested that his last name be withheld so women wouldn't know that he's shooting blanks. They just might move on if they have, if the woman no ability to get pregnant. You know, this statement is so true. So, you know, a lot of women will not even spend one more minute, you know, in the time of the day if you are not, if she cannot get pregnant with you. So, um, you know, it's it's something to consider. So when they say, oh, I want sex as much as you do, and oh, it's okay, I don't want a relationship, the minute you tell them, you know, you're not able to produce a child with her, you know, she's now ended the relationship with you. So you have to look at what their ulterior motives are, and goodness knows women have a lot. So, so thank you for joining me on today's segment. Um, join us each and every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and we'll catch you next week on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Thank you. 